PayPal no longer pursuing the acquisition of Pinterest. Tesla has a massive day. The crypto adoption continues in Jack Dorsey predicts hyperinflation all going in to a big time earnings week. This is the running with the money briefing. Let's get into it. are back. It is a beautiful Monday and we're going to get you through the news, the biggest headlines of the day as quick as possible. I'm your host, Luke Donate. Thank you for listening. Um, but the Dow Jones up 81 points, NASDAQ up 152 and the S&P up 24 as we speak. 10-year yield is holding um, pretty much flat down just slightly. Currently sitting at 1.622 at last check. So taking a look at the markets today, what in the world is going on? Um, what in the world is running this market? And right out the gate, right out the morning uh, news, I would guess, the morning news rush, we have this press release out of PayPal. And what is PayPal saying to investors? Well, this press release says, unquote, that the company is, quote, not pursuing an acquisition of Pinterest at this time. This coming out early this morning and this coming after, as we know, those big reports last week where Bloomberg um, was reporting that PayPal was in talks to acquire Pinterest. And it was all based on sources familiar with the matter, um, there were actually named sources in these reports. And as we know, uh, PayPal got absolutely smoked to the downside and Pinterest had a positive upside reaction. Today, we are seeing just the opposite of that on this news. You see Pinterest falling 12.96% um, as we speak and you see PayPal up 3.86%. But over the course of the past five days, PayPal is still down 7.69%. And in the past month, it's still down 10.27%. So possibly an opportunity to buy PayPal, a fintech giant on this news um, basically denying reports that came out of Bloomberg and CNBC about this rumored uh, Pinterest acquisition. Now, shifting into Tesla, we had some major headlines on Tesla that we have to dig into. And first off, we just have to mention right off the bat um, that within the past, I would say, hour the two hours, Tesla has cracked a $1 trillion market cap. And not only has it cracked a $1 trillion market cap, but it's cracked $1,000 per share once again. Now, the biggest headline in reference to Tesla coming out today um, is this massive order from Hertz saying that it's going to buy 100,000 electric vehicles. That is an estimated $4.2 billion in revenue for Tesla. And it's the largest ever purchase of electric vehicles, according to Bloomberg. Now, these vehicles, according to Bloomberg reporters, will be available and delivered um, in the next 14 months and available to customers in the U.S. and parts of Europe as early as November. Now, this comes as Hertz is coming out of bankruptcy. As we know, in the depths of the pandemic, um, this massive vehicle rental car company, uh, Hertz, they filed for bankruptcy protection. And, you know, they've been starting to come back. As we know, the travel in uh, travel industry, air industry, all of these travel-related industries are also coming back. And vehicle rentals are part of that. So you're seeing Hertz make a massive move, ordering a massive amount of electric vehicles from Tesla. And this is really quite a big deal for Tesla. I mean, 100,000 vehicles, that's a shit ton of production over the course of the next 14 months. So big time stuff on the order front coming out of Tesla. But we also got this major analyst call over the weekend out of Morgan Stanley's uh, big time auto analyst, Adam Jonas. Now, what did he have to say about Tesla? 
Well, he upgraded the name here, or at least upgraded the price target, moving the price target to $1,200 per share from $900 per share. Um, and as of Friday's closing price, that was a 31% um, price move or indicated price move to that $1,200. Um, but now that Tesla is sitting at $1,018 per share, holy smokes, an 11% move today, or nearly basically a 12% move today um, in Tesla stock price, uh, that's not as large of a move, but it's still significant. So a $1,200 price target from analyst Adam Jonas. Now, what did he have to say within this reiteration as overweight in this price target upgrade or price target hike? He goes on to say, quote, the next 12 months can demonstrate Tesla's manufacturing leadership, a step change in cost and complexity, and higher growth in the vehicle user base. The combination of better-than-expected growth and margins under difficult industrial circumstances gives us an opportunity to narrow the gap in our forecast to management's long-term targets. He goes on to say, greater sales, more installed base, more services revenue. The compounding element to the growth of the car park, Tesla's user base, cannot be overstated. So, it's safe to stay. Adam Jonas is bullish on Tesla. He believes they have a manufacturing edge and that their unique uh, user base model almost uh, puts them ahead of the game when it comes to the autos and therefore justifies a $1,200 price target. Now, um, you take a look, and it was the biggest analyst call of the day, um, but you also take a look at some of the other large analyst calls, and what did we get? We had J.P. Morgan reiterating Disney as overweight. What did J.P. Morgan have to say about Disney today? Well, they said, quote, near term, the stock may continue to be more range-bound as investors rebuild confidence in this path after two recent quarters of softer subgrowth. However, an upside surprise could come from one more muted growth at Hot Star for Q4, suggested more of an acceleration in core Disney Plus subs, or two, outsized growth in Ford Q1, helped by the launch of new markets, robust content in Disney Plus Day. So JP Morgan, I'm suggesting there could be an acceleration of subgrowth across the board for Disney, quite possibly. Um, and if you see that, maybe you see some upside action here in Disney's stock price. It'll be interesting to see what happens there. Many investors currently believe that Disney overshot the subgrowth numbers. And then we have Evercore ISI reiterating Microsoft as output perform saying, quote, we remain bullish on the long-term setup of Microsoft and expect another beat and raise quarter on Tuesday. So Microsoft does report earnings on Tuesday. Evercore reiterating it as outperform as they believe Microsoft will beat and raise once again. And then Bank of America reiterating a social media name, Twitter, as a buy. Now, what did Bank of America have to say about Twitter? They go on to say, quote, we reiterate our buy rating as Twitter has over 80% revenue exposure to brand revenues, revenue growth growth in QQ or 2Q um, showed early signs of the brand spend recovery we anticipated. And we think second half brand advertising strength is possible as events return. So Bank of America bullish on Twitter, definitely a name to check check out um and you saw those social media names get smoked last week um that includes facebook also due to the fact that snap reported those earnings um and they underpressed investors mostly due to those ios changes or at least that was most of the blame so maybe uh, an opportunity over in twitter stock and then bernstein initiating micron as underperform one of those semi names and what did bernstein have to say unquote 
Though we're structurally positive, we see a statistical downside risk coming in the financial performance of Samsung, SK Hynix, and Micron will not cover until late 2022. So, uh, Bernstein here fearing um, some major issues with, for instance, Samsung and other um, big-time customers of Micron, and therefore you might see um, some statistical downside, some business risk over at Micron. Now, the final and one of the biggest analyst calls also on the street today, we have Wells Fargo raising its price target on JP Morgan to $210 from $200. Wells Fargo said, quote, we also increase our target from $200 to $210, reflecting a combination of confidence in JP Morgan's earnings capacity and consistency. And as we roll forward quarterly and annual estimates and projections in our valuation models. So, Wells Fargo um, basically taking up their earnings projections. They believe that J.P. Morgan is going to do a little bit better than what they at first thought, and therefore they're increasing this price target on J.P. Morgan, liking the strength of the bank. Now, shifting into this further adoption of crypto, we had a big-time headline come out of MasterCard today in According to CNBC, um, MasterCard is preparing to announce that any of the thousands of banks on quote and millions of merchants on its payment network can soon integrate crypto into their products. That's big time. So MasterCard is going to allow all of their customers to integrate cryptocurrency into their products. That opens up crypto rewards, Bitcoin wallets, credit cards, debit cards. I mean, you can go on and on. Loyalty programs with crypto. I mean, the amount of crypto adoption that that can just come out of this MasterCard change is big time. In fact, you take a look and the amount of customers, there's 2.8 billion MasterCards currently in use. So think of that. Um, how does this crypto adoption affect those 2.8 billion cards, those 2.8 billion people per se, or you know those, mul- those more than a billion people that have these cards? I mean, holy smokes, you're talking some big time stuff here, some big time crypto adoption. Now, to do this, um, MasterCard is going to be partnering with this company called Biquet, Um, and it is a crypto firm that was recently spun off by the Intercontinental Exchange. That ticker symbol is ICE. Um, and Biquette absolutely soared today. If you take a look at ticker symbol BKKT, um, and this stock is up massive, up 172% just today. Um, and it also made another agreement with Pfizer um, that is also going to lead to even more crypto adoption. So we had two major crypto adoption um, partnerships made today. Um, MasterCard partnering with Biquette and Pfizer partnering with Biquette and Biquette stock currently sitting up uh, 173% up 15.92 points currently sitting at 2507 a share that's a big time move um, for a stock now what did MasterCard um, have to say executive vice president of digital partnerships uh, Sherry Hammond she was positive about this partnership coming out of MasterCard she said quote we want to offer all of our partners the ability to more easily add crypto services to whatever it is is they're doing. She goes on to say, our partners, be they banks, fintechs, or merchants, can offer their customers the ability to buy, sell, and hold cryptocurrency through the integration of 
the Beckett platform. So big time stuff coming out of MasterCard, big time stuff coming out of Pfizer, and this is just more crypto adoption and Beckett getting some major deals here in just the past 48 hours, or those major deals have been announced in just the past 48 hours. Big time stuff for this small company, Beckett, that I don't think is going to be small for much longer. Definitely a name to take a look at. Now, shifting in to this call by Jack Dorsey, we're going to cover this real quick. Over the weekend, he uh, put out a few tweets, and what did these tweets say? He actually tweeted it on Friday, and he said, hyperinflation is going to change everything. It's happening. He goes on to say, it will happen in the U.S. soon, and so the world. So, it's safe to say Jack Dorsey is predicting 100% that hyperinflation is going to occur in the United States. He got some backlash from this. Um, He did notably get some backlash from Kathy Wood of ARK Invest, um, and she basically said that we're experiencing deflation. I'm not sure how we're experiencing deflation, but I'm no expert on the matter. I'm just here to give you the biggest headlines. So some major controversy being stirred up by Jack Dorsey. On the other side of this, you had some big time FinTwit, some big time financial icons coming out and saying, you know, Jack Dorsey is likely right here and the guy has the data to back it up. I mean, he does run Square um, and Square has so much financial information, they might be more accurate than the Fed. I mean, some people were saying that, some major people in the financial community. So some big... Big stuff, some big predictions made by Jack Dorsey, something to pay attention to. And now we got to cover this massive earnings break we're going into. Today after the close, we got Facebook and Logitech reporting and many other names, but those are two of the most notable here after the close today. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we have UPS, General Electric, 3M, Waste Management, Raytheon, AMD, Microsoft, Google, Visa, Twitter, Robinhood. I mean, holy smokes, that is a full Tuesday. On Wednesday, we have Boeing, GM, Coca-Cola, Spotify, Ford, Twilio, and Upwork all reporting, as well as a lot of other names, sizable names. And then Thursday, we got Shopify, Amazon, Apple, MasterCard, Cat, Merck, Starbucks. I mean, holy Toledo, that is an earnings week full of iconic names, full of market movers. And then on Friday, we have ExxonMobil, ConocoPhillips, and Chevron reporting. That's a big oil day, a big energy day, and a big day to be watching for energy earnings. But that is the Running with the money briefing. That's Monday's briefing. Thank you for listening. Um, and give me and the team a follow at Luke Denae on Twitter or at Running with the Money on Instagram and Facebook. Also, give my boys over at Pounding the Table a listen. Okay, Pounding the Table is constantly putting out some great information. Um, and they just had a podcast that covered a lot of crypto news, covered a lot of crypto adoption. So definitely go check out Pounding the Table and their podcast. You can give them a listen on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcast. In the meantime, thank you for listening. Eastly Profit Trade On, and I will see you tomorrow.